Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Lech Lecha. Wow. With Parshas Lech Lecha, we are, quote, off and running with Jewish history. Bereshus Noach has been dealing with world history, leading up into Lech Lecha, where Hashem says to Avraham, you are my man, and through you I will build a great nation. Now, in Parshas Lech Lecha, we have, according to the Chinuch, the second mitzvah of the Torah, and that is the mitzvah of bris milah, circumcision, whereby the Chinuch writes, very, very interesting, that just as man is to complete his body through circumcision, so too is he given the mandate to complete his character. And we can do it. Now, in Parshas Lech Lecha, pending upon whom opinion we follow, the Mishnah tells us in the fifth chapter of Avos that in Mishnah 2, excuse me, Mishnah 3, that there are ten generations from Noah to Avraham. And that's what he's called, Avraham. In the Mishnah 4, we're told that Asura Nisionos Nisnasa Avramovinu. With ten tests was our father Abraham tried and Va'amad Bikulam and he passed all ten tests. Now, Rabchaim Volajana in his commentary on Avos points out that in Mishnah 3, in telling us there were ten generations from Noah to Avram, he simply called Avram. But in Mishnah 4, when we're told that Avram was tested and he passed them, he's called Avram Avinu. Why? Because each and every one of us has within us the DNA of our fathers. And we, the Jewish people, have within us the DNA of our father Abraham, enabling us to pass the various tests. Now, I'd like to focus this morning on a test that Avram had. Namely, we're told in chapter 13 that Avraham and Lot, his nephew, could not live harmoniously together. Why not? Because, as we're taught in the commentaries, that Lot's shepherds were grazing their animals on private property. When Avram and his shepherds rebuked them, they said, come on, Hashem promised the land to Avram. Avram has no children. Lot is his heir, and therefore we can take from whatever pasture is available. And the Torah tells us right after that, excuse me, the land was not yet given to Avram, and this was called Geneva, Zela, this was called stealing from these peoples. So Avram separates from Lot with the following, that you go to the right, I'll be there at the left. You go to the left, I'll be there at your right. Meaning that Avram says, I will protect you should you ever be in trouble. Well, in chapter 14, Lot is in great trouble. The Torah tells us that the land of Israel was inhabited by five kings, 
and four kings came from without and attacked, showing us that then as well, the world recognized the importance of, quote, the Middle East, the land of Canaan, as the uh, connector between the various continents. And so the four kings defeat the five kings. Lot is captured by the four kings, and Avram goes to war against the four kings, being there to um, protect and to ransom his, redeem his nephew Lot to save him from his captors. And now Avram, who was already a very wealthy man from the gifts of Paro in chapter 12, now he is potentially a multi-billionaire when the king of Sodom says to Avram, please, Tenlian Nefesh, give me the my people and harachush kachloch but the booty the uh, wealth of the war that's yours because to the victor belongs the spoils so what does avram do this is in chapter 14 and this is pasuk 22 avram said to the king of sodom harimosi yodi el hashem I raise my hand to God, meaning I'm taking an oath. El Elyon, the Most High God, literally the maker of heaven and earth, or as I would like to show, the connector of heaven and earth, who is connected to heaven and earth. Watch. Avram says, I won't take a string, I won't take even a shoe strap. Will I take anything? You shouldn't say, you, the king of Sodom, shouldn't say, Ani, it was I, Heshartius Avram. I made Avram wealthy. Avram, we're told at the very beginning of Lech Lecha, when God tells Avram to leave his father's home, leave his country, and go to the land that he would show him. So in that second verse, God says, I will, Avorechacha, I will bless you and you will become very wealthy. Avorechacha says Rashi B'momon, in quoting the Medrash. So he wants it clear that the gift of wealth should come from God and not of the king of Sodom. So let's take a look together at Pasuk 23. How many extra words? Avram could have said, I'm not taking anything. He starts by saying, be it a chut, a thread, ad sroch now, or the shoe strap, will I not take anything? On this, Rava teaches in the Gemara Chulin Peites Amar Aleph. In the schus of Avram saying, Imichut, the Jewish people receive the mitzvah of tzitzis. And is saying, Ad Sroch, the strap of Anal, we receive the mitzvah of tefillin, which is the straps. And says the Medrash in uh, Bereshis Rabbah, chapter 43, in the name of Rav Abba Bar HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Avraham, You said, Sroch Na'al Chayecha, Shani no Seilibonecha, Thanks to you and by your life, I am giving to your children the mitzvah of Yibum, whereby you have a Cholzonalo Me'al Raglo. In the mitzvah of Yibum and Chalitza, whereby the Torah says that if a brother should die childless, <coughs> 
the surviving brother, right, marries, is to marry his sister-in-law, and by this the Torah says, Law kim shame be Yisrael, in order to maintain, literally, his soul, as we shall see, in the Jewish people. And over there, should there not be a yibum, what is their chalitza? She removes his shoe, and as a result of that, she becomes free to marry somebody else. In the merit of Avram saying, Sroch Na'al, the Medrash says the Jewish people were given Chalitza. So first of all, in order to substantiate this connection between Avram and Chalitza, believe it or not, if you look in the Shulchan Aruch, Eben Ha'ezer, at the very end of Simon Kuf, Samach Tes 169, after the Chalitza, Yesh Noagim, there are those who made the bracha, which is Asher Kitshanu Bemitzvos the Chukim Shalavramavino. Amazing the connection between Chalitza and Avramavino. So I'd like to share with you the interesting thought of the Admor of Tolna in his Sefer. Hema Yenachamuni, his first piece on Lech Lecha, and he has a common thread going through these three mitzvos, Tzitzis, Tfilin, and Chalitza. And the common thread is, Avram is the great connector, the connector between Shamayim Ba'aretz, between Eretz and Shamayim. What is Tzitzis? So he points out, interestingly, that we know the Torah says you put tzitzis on your four-cornered garment. In Mitzvah 99, the Minchas Chinuch asks, it would appear that the me'il, the robe of the Kohen Gadol, which had four corners, yet we don't find that the Kohen Gadol had to put tzitzis on his robe. Why not? So he suggests an interesting reason. The Torah says in Parshas, Kiseitse al arba kanfos kisuscha. It is to be worn on your four cornered garments. Who's the your? The average individual who wears a garment for warmth, who wears a garment for dignity, covering up the body. They need to be reminded that it's not there skill in covering up, but it's Hashem who is the one that is the ultimate provider. And so our tzitzis reminds us in our garments that He is the one who provides us with that which we need. However, the garment of the Kohen Gadol is not his. It belongs to the Jewish community. This is the uniform that he wears spiritually on our behalf. We appreciate God's involvement in the Beged because of its spiritual nature and therefore does not need the tzitzis. What a tefillin? Tefillin is that on our kibores, on the muscle of the arm, that's where we place the shalyad, showing that our human strength comes from on high, from Hashem. And the shalrosh, the rabbis were aware that the fantanel, the mokom, that mocho shaltino groface, where the head of the baby 
um, come on, goes up, it pulsates, goes up and down. That's where the moach, the intelligence of the brain is. And the zroa, putting the tefillin on the arm, is right across from the heart. So I have the strength on the, on the muscle. I have the machshava, the mind, the intelligence. And I have the lave, which is across from the shalyad, symbolizing the desires of man. So basically, our tefillin is to subjugate our body, our thoughts, our desires to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is the contribution of Avraham in the sroch, in the straps of the na'al, the strap that he uses in saying, I'm not going to take anything. Now finally, what is the na'al of Chalitza? So Chalitza, the Rambam in the laws of Hilchos Yibam and Chalitza, Peridalid, Halacha, Vav, says something very interesting. That what does she do? She takes the shoe from his foot and she takes it off his foot she throws the shoe down to the ground. Now, the Bach, in his commentary on Shulchan Aruch, he says in Simon Kuf Samartes, what's the reason for throwing it down? Showing that she's doing it for the purpose of the mitzvah of Chalitza. She doesn't want it for herself. However, the Rambam here is based on the Zohar in Parshas Chukas, whereby Alpi Kabbalah, this is something very interesting, which is spelled out by the Malbim, which I'll share with you in a moment. The concept that the Zohar says is as follows, that when a man dies without children, and there is a surviving brother, there's a zika, there's a connection between the soul of the deceased and his wife, and Yibum, marrying her, or Chalitza, having the ceremony of removing the shoe, breaks this connection. When the soul of the deceased hears the Chavitas Hanal Bekarka, the throwing of the Na'al on the ground, it causes a jabbing into the soul, a separation from her husband. So what do we have? A connection between our physical action here and the spirituality affecting the soul up there. The Malbim on the Pasuk by Moshe at the burning bush, where the Torah says, Hashem says to Moshe, Shal no'alecha, me'al raglecha, take off your shoe. He points out something very fascinating. That the neshama, when it comes down in this world, cannot come straight onto the world. Because the neshama is pure, the physicality of this world is full of refes tit, which disturb the ruchnias, and therefore the soul needs to be in a guf, and the guf is to the neshama as the na'al is to the guf. When it's, when there's, forgive me, schmutz and snow outside, we need the na'al, we need the boot, we need the shoe in order to go, that the, our body should not get disturbed by the elements 
what the shoe does for the body, the body is the na'al of the neshama. So here, by chalitza, when he does not wish to continue the soul of his brother, she removes his shoe, calling him Beis Chalutz Ana'al. He's the one whose shoe has been removed, i.e. he's the one who did not create continuity for the soul. We see very clearly between Tzitzis, Tefillin, and Chalisa that Avram Avinu is the great connector. When we perform mitzvos, we don't always understand why. But one thing you should know, that by our performing of mitzvos, we are reinforcing that incredible connection that Avram brought down to this world, namely the connection between Shamayim v'Oretz. What a privilege we have in joining Avram Avinu in connecting our souls with our actions, with connecting our physicality, materialism, together with spiritualism. Shabbat Shalom to all.